Join me right now on Kumite TV is Ryzen, newly signed, Ryzen Open Weight, Jake Hewn. What's going on, Jake? Nothing, brother. Just walking around here through cold-ass Melbourne. <laughs> it's cold? I thought Australia is hot. Man, whoever told you that, they lied to you. It would have been, it would have been down around freezing yesterday, and then it gets hot, and then it gets cold. So you walk around sweating, and then you then the sweat freezes. The, the weather's the most bipolar of anywhere I've ever been in my life. All right, let's get into uh, some good news that you got. You you know you got some uh, some papers. You signed a multi-fight deal with Ryzen. How did that deal all come together? Man, you know. I've been I've been bugging Shingo for probably who's the, the matchmaker for probably the last three years, saying, "Hey, sign me, sign me. You guys need to sign me. Put on a I'll put on a show for y'all." And he um he hit me up and said, "Hey man, you want to fight Rocky Martinez?" I said, "Hell yeah!" Uh, but let's make a uh, let's make a three fight deal a part of it. And uh, he said, "Absolutely, let's get the job done." So here we are. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Shingo, man. That he's one of the coolest guys, you know, that works for any promotion, isn't he? Shingo is easily one of the like coolest and most easy dudes to work with. There are like, there's no bullshit with that guy. You know, a lot of a lot of promoters and matchmakers they'll blow a lot of smoke up your ass, but Shingo's just like, nah, we don't we don't have room for you right now. Or yep, we got to fight for you. It's easy. So I know this means a lot to you, but could you put into words what this means to you? You know the you know signing with the premier Japanese organization. Man, you know it's 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 like kind of like I've always said, man. I I've always wanted to be in Japan, and I've always wanted to at least be able to end my career over there. And now I think I'm going to get the opportunity to ride this thing out over there. And you know, I mean, some of the best fights I've ever seen, you know watching Pride growing up and all that shit were going on in Japan. And, you know, I get to be a part of that now. I get to be a part of that legacy of dudes getting soccer kicked and stomped and Vanderlei and Crow Cop killing each other and, you know, Fedor knocking dudes out and Don Fry and Takayama. It's kind of cool to be part of that lineage now, you know. And uh, the way Ryzen is going, I feel like, you know, they're, they're starting to bring back kind of that Pride vibe. You know, there's more shows. They're putting on more. They're putting on more real high-level fights, you know, I think it's, it's going to end up being a real fucking good scenario, man. You were supposed to face Attila Vey at Octagon 12, you know, in Russia. You know, lately yeah. you've been trying to go out to Russia and fight those animals. But uh, you're released from your contract, man. You know, what happened with that situation? Were they, you know, compliant to you wanting to get out of that contract? Yeah, you know, I mean, they were cool with it. That's the whole thing, like. It was, it was kind of the whole way it blew up and everything. It didn't make a lot of sense because we'd spoken to, we'd spoken to Octagon, said, Hey man, this is what we want to do. They said, we completely understand. So that's what I went ahead and gave the go ahead with Shingo. Cause you know, Shingo being the good guy he is, he's, he's not going to sign you when you're, when you're onto another contract. Right. So, and then all of a sudden, next thing I know, I got a million check, check people and everything blowing up my, blowing up my social media calling me a snake and all these things. And it's just, it's like, man, you guys, you guys cleared this. You knew what was going on. I think a little bit of it was just, I think they were, try, they, they were trying to save face. I don't think it was Octagon, the organization, so much as it was just that, that, that check and, uh, and uh, Slo Slovak fans are just ravenous. And they wanted somebody to fight Attila. <laughs> so they, uh, they didn't get me. But it worked out in the end, man. It all worked out. 
Well, you know, you've been bouncing around looking for a new home, you know, the, I guess the last couple of months or last, you know, like the last year or so. And it seems like yeah. you found one at Absolute MMA in Melbourne. Uh, yeah. How did you end up with them? Bruh. <laughs> so originally, I was going to be out in Melbourne for, we were going to be here for like two months. My, my girl wanted to come out and see her family because uh, she, therefore, she grew up out here. And then we were going to move to Bali, man. And we were going to. We're going to try to set up shop in Bali and just hang out out there and do that beach life thing. But uh, I got out here, started training a bit with these guys, and it's just kind of turned into a good scene, man. They got a good crew over there. There's some guys I knew from Thailand training there. They got some real, real high-level jiu-jitsu guys that base out of here. So you got uh, Craig Jones and cat li cats like that. So they got some real good guys on that level. And it's just it's just worked out really well. Like I literally live like 400 meters away from the gym. So I'll, I'll walk my ass back and forth every day, you know, going for couple, so there's a couple good little bars in between here and there, so it ain't that big of a deal. <laughs> Do you have some big plans with that gym, or is it just a temporary thing? Man, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I really like the gym, and I like the guys there, and, you know, the gym is expanding. You know, they're, they're, they're going all over the place. They got, a, they got a spot in Phuket. They got two spots in China. You know, there's uh, there's three of them here in Melbourne, and if you know if, if Coach Jake needs to go, maybe take over one of them. I can see it happening. <laughs> you were already in camp for Attila Vey. You know that was a yep. light heavyweight fight. Now that you get to be open weight, Jake, how does yep. that change the dynamics of the camp? You know, uh, to be completely fair, really, it hasn't changed that much. Attila's a big cat, bro. Attila's bigger than uh, than Rock. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's just really I don't have to worry about cutting weight these next two weeks. I can just kind of eat and train and uh, be a little bit happier, be less of an asshole around the house, which is which is nice, you know. But, I mean, uh, it works out well, man. I, I really, truly, if I can get away without cutting weight anymore, I would, I would go that way because – that shit fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> now, let's go back to Absolute. You know, the coaches. Who are you working with out there? Um, I'm working a lot right now with uh, Joe Bubia, who's a uh, he's a British Muay Thai fighter. He's uh, he's pretty highly ranked for the WBC uh, Muay Thai stuff. Um, I'm working with uh, Simon Carson, who's the owner of the place. He's a real good jiu-jitsu guy. And then, you know, I just... I bounce around with a lot of different guys. You know, I've been getting some roles in with Craig Jones and some of the other guys. Just, you know, just just, just keeping my weapons sharp. Though. At the end of the day, though, John, I fucking know how to fight, bro. As long as my ass shows up in shape, I know what I got to do. I, if I, I got this theory. If I hit Rocky more than he hits me, I, I'll probably win, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to Craig Jones, man. That dude is like... One of the best in the world on on the mats, man. Like, how is it every day rolling with that guy? Man, he's a uh, he's a freak, bro. I, I I maintained that leg locks don't work until I rolled with him, and then I discovered that they do work, and it's fucking frustrating. <laughs> but he's an animal, bro. He's a real like, like you wouldn't think it, like looking at him, but like he's a big, strong son of a bitch too. Like he's 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 not my size, but he's like my height. He's got to be somewhere in the in the 90 kg range. You know, he's a strong son of a bitch. And then it's not just him though, man. They got they got a whole crew of guys down here that are just really really high level. You know, they've really at the St. Kilda because uh, out here they got the the Melbourne the, the Collingwood one, the CBD one, and then they got the St. Kilda one. 
And the St. Kilda one is just full of just these jujitsu aces. Just, you know, a Abu Dhabi qualifier, Abu Dhabi qualifier, Abu Dhabi qualifier. You know, IBJ world guys. And so I go in there, I'm like, yeah, I'm all right at jujitsu. And it's just tap, 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 tap. Let's talk about your opponent at Rising 16, Roki Martinez. You know, he holds the belt in deep. He's beaten yep. Jerome LeBanner. He's fought Crow Cop. What yeah. is your breakdown of his fighting style? You know, Rock's, uh, you know, to describe him the best way, I say, Roki's tough, man. Dude's tough. He moves well for a big guy, you know. He likes to throw hands, which which is great for me. You know, let's, let's go out and have a fight. Um, I was really, really impressed with him in the Crow Cop fight. I, um, I had him, I had him up in that fight until that cut, because uh, you know I, I was there, I was backstage at that one, and I had him winning that one. Uh, I think that cut, you know, it's the typical Japanese rules; they don't like to see the blood. But uh, you know, I think it's, I think it's gonna, it's gonna be an interesting style matchup. I'm a lot longer than he is. You know, he, uh, he doesn't fight real long, but he doesn't need to. He's got some power. So it, it, it'll be an interesting matchup, man. I'm excited to fight the guy. It's a guy I've wanted to fight for quite a while. I mean, I remember talking to you about it maybe two years ago. So, you know, it, it's, it's been a long time coming. And, you know, when it rising, you keep putting together fights like me and Roki and some of these other guys, you know, they might have a hell of a heavyweight division on their hands. Yeah, they do, man. They're, they're building it up. And uh, this matchup is very exciting. You know, I'm looking forward to this fight. Because both of you guys bring it, and I know both of you guys very well, so it's kind of, you know, I'm invested a little bit. Yeah, yeah, where are you throwing your money, John? Where are you putting the money? <laughs> Why you got to put the pressure on me? Uh, yeah. Now, uh, you know, this division is growing, and also Bellator is working closely with Ryzen. Yeah. You got it. You got your eyes set on anybody over at Bellator? Bring them over. Let's, let's throw some heads. Yeah, you, you know I do. You know I do. As soon as they, uh, you know, there's I got a I got I got an irking feeling. There's some things in the works between Ryzen and Bellator. You know, I'm not gonna say much, but I got I got some ideas on some things. Um, there's definitely some dudes I wouldn't mind throwing down with over there. I would love to see old Fedor decide he wants to retire over in Japan. You know, maybe maybe get a crack at the great one. But I mean, there's so many guys in Bellator that'd be fun to fight with. You know. I mean, they got a uh, shit. They they got a good roster over there, and basically, I, any, anybody who's ass, I can kick them down. Ryzen is different in that way, man. Like you can go in there, and you you can you you just need to be entertaining. The wins and losses doesn't matter to you. And I yeah. think for you, the type of fighter you are, it's better mentally going into the fight, isn't it? Yeah, man, hundred percent. You know, there's there's nothing worse than going into these fights and being like, man, I gotta sit back and fight safe because. You know, if, if, if I take an L, I'm done. I'm not getting paid, you know, whereas, you know, the way the way rise and rocks things is, uh, you know, if you go out there and you put it all on the line and you go out and give them a fight, they uh, sorry about that. They uh, they keep they keep bringing you back and they respect you, man. And that was that was the one thing I really liked about the Japanese crowd when I was out there last time. You know, they give you just as much love if you go out and put it on the line as if you go out and win, whereas. If you go out there and try and wrestle fuck somebody to death, they, they're not too interested in you, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, and especially with the, the long-term deal that you have with the promotion, it's uh, it puts you in a great position to just go out there and build, basically build the legacy that you want to build, right? 
Yeah, no, exactly. That, that's what it is, man. I wanna, I wanna go out in Japan. You know, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna get on that Bob Sapp level of fucking having cooking shows and doing weird shit in Japan. You know, <laughs> maybe not, maybe not quite like weird shit Bob Sapp level, but you, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Since you are based in Australia now, I wanted to ask you about one of the biggest fights that's going to happen in that area, which is Robert Whitaker versus Israel Adesanya. I know you've trained with Israel in the past. I don't know if you've trained with Robert, but what do you think about this fight? What do you think? How do you break down this fight and, like, who has, who is the favorite to win? You know, I think I think it's hard to bet against the champ. Just as a, from a gambling standpoint, it's hard to bet against the champ. And um, go, pr- previous to the Kelvin fight, I would have definitely said, Izzy, Izzy would control the range in that fight really easily and um, really t- take control of it. That being said, Kelvin is really good at shutting down range of guys. If you look what he did with um, Raya Hall also. You know, he's good at shutting down that kind of dingy shit. I think, um, I think Izzy takes that fight, to be completely honest with you. I think um, if you watch Rob's fights with uh, Yoel and some of those other guys, longer guys give him a bit of trouble. He, um, he wears some shots. With that being said, that, that is one tough son of a bitch, man. And he's got a strange style. But um, I think it's stupid to bet, against, to bet against Izzy, and I think it's stupid to bet against City Kickboxing right now. I think uh, if you're a fucking bookie and those guys show up on a card, it's time to put the bet down. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Jake Hewn. I just want to give a quick shout-out to everybody that's ever had my back running into this ride with Ryzen. Especially my guys at Dragon Coin, dudes at Absolute MMA. My boys back at Tiger Muay Thai, even though I don't mess with you anymore. I still love you. Hickman Bros, what up? <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, everybody make sure you tune in come June 2nd. It's going to be a barn burner. Be somebody going to sleep, that's for sure.